0: Hello! <laughs> Good morning! It's ten eleven a.m. for me. I am sitting in my car. I have to go to work at 11. So, I figured I would just do a, little, do a little recording this morning because I have the time, um, and I want to. Um, today's episode is going to be about college, or university, whatever you call it in the country that you live in, um, I wanted to just kind of do a little bit of an advice session for people going to college, in college, etc. Um, just because I have a lot of friends who are going to college and are stressed out or worried, whatever. Um and I I want to be able to provide. <laughs> of course, I am in a unique situation where I go to school in a different country and I go to university. Um so of course, take the things that I say Um, for their face value because it may not apply to you. Um, but I just wanted to kind of start by saying hello and welcome to, um, and other ramblings. I am your host, Suzuki. Um, so welcome. Welcome back if you're listening from the first episode. Um, I'm glad to have you back. Welcome. Um, okay, let's just jump into it. Um, so for me, I'm going to talk a little bit about my experience moving countries because obviously that's 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 quite a bit <laughs> quite, quite, certainly something certainly something i will say that um it uh, it's a difficult thing and i think if you're interested in studying abroad this can definitely help you because you're going to have to move countries and it's difficult it's a bit stressful um so basically i'll just talk about my experience um So to go to school in the U.K., you need a student visa. Um, And I was going to school right kind of in the middle of COVID, like kind of near the end. I mean, it was like 2020 to 2022, that kind of that year. And it was like August, September, sometime around then. There had been a lot of issues with student visas because um, everything was slowed down due to COVID. And so I didn't know if I was going to get my student visa in the mail with, like, enough time to get to school. Um, It ended up being really stressful because it was, like, two days before my flight and we still hadn't gotten the visa. Luckily, truly just out of pure luck, we got it in the mail the day before my flight. Um, If I hadn't gotten it, we would have just had to keep pushing the flight back until we had gotten the visa because, obviously, I can't fly into the country um, with all my shit and not have my student visa, because my student visa was on my passport, and you can't fly internationally without your passport, so my passport was coming in the mail, mail, stupid way to say that word, (laughs) Um, but it was coming in the mail, and so I had to wait for it to come. Um, Thankfully, it did, Um, and I was off. I was off to the UK. I'm going to take a sip of my energy drink. It's not an energy drink because I can't handle the sugar in energy drinks. It's a Starbucks Baya Energy Mango Guava <laughs> with antioxidant vitamin C for immune support sparkling energy drink. Um, it's got three shots of espresso in it, but not like espresso, it's got like the equivalent. It tastes pretty good though, I will say that. I don't like sparkling things, but I can handle that. Um, but in terms of packing, what did I bring to go and live? Permanently in the UK. Um, One thing that really helped me is those, um, oh, what are they? They're like the vacuum seal bags. Oh, my God. Lifesavers. Lifesavers. It was was incredible. I could fit 90% of my wardrobe. Okay, maybe not 90%. I have a really big closet. But for the average person, you could fit 90% of your wardrobe in two large suitcases, which is what I brought. Two large suitcases and then one carry-on and then, like, a personal item. That's everything that I brought with me. Um thankfully I was lucky and my mom flew with me. Um so I had help with all those bags. But if you're going by yourself, um having <laughs> having more than two bags is gonna be hell. Um, I know because I've tried to go through the airport with three bags, two massive ones and one like carry on size one. It's hell. It's literal hell. It's so awful. These people don't get out of your way. You're just, like, tripping over yourself because you've got so many bags, and sometimes they'll fall over. Like, I mean, think about going up an escalator with that many bags. You literally just can't. You just can't. Ugh, it's a nightmare. Especially if you're rushing to catch a connection. Ugh, awful. But um, packing-wise, I basically just brought a shit ton of clothes Um, all of the school stuff that I needed, I, at least from my experience, I didn't bring any kind of school supplies. I I think that, honestly, the whole, like, thing of, like, going and buying school supplies for college is kind of just not a thing anymore because everything's online, which kind of makes me sad because I remember being, like, 13 and, like, going to, like, Walmart or something and being like, oh, I want to, I can't wait till I need to get a bunch of flash drives. (laughs) I was like, oh, I'm going to pick out the cutest flash drives for college, and I'm going to get my cute little, like, protractors and shit. No, I never, I don't need those. <laughs> um, I just brought my iPad um, and my laptop, and those were pretty much the only things that I brought for school. I did bring some pens, but I didn't even use the pens once. So <laughs> definitely don't need pens if you are doing all of your shit online. I have a friend who just typed everything on his laptop. So you don't need an iPad either. You can generally just take all your notes and do everything on your laptop. Um, But if you have some extra funds and you're looking for a fun little way to take notes, I highly recommend getting an iPad. It's truly one of my favorite things that I own. Um, It was very expensive, and it was about maybe, like, $900, really fucking expensive, Um, but you can get them through um, Back Market, which is like a website um, where they do, like, refurbished iPads and shit, and you can get them for, like, $600. It's really nice. Um, Would definitely recommend that, Um, but pretty much everything, at least for my school, is online, so I don't have any textbooks. Anytime I have to do a reading, they usually upload a PDF, and I can just read it through the PDF. There's no, like, handing out of materials. I don't think we've ever done anything on paper before. It's, it's pretty much all online. So having an iPad has been really, 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 really helpful. <clears throat> and just easy to use as well. Um, but, yeah, in terms of packing, I'd say those um, vacuum seal bags are super, super important. I also suggest getting a luggage wear, Um because... Usually there's luggage, like, weight limits, and I am prone to not realizing how heavy clothes can be. And some of my suitcases were only half-packed because of how heavy the clothes I was bringing were. And, I mean, that's my fault. I was trying to bring a lot of really heavy leather jackets (laughs) and just, like, other really just dense items of clothing. Um, And so that's totally my fault for doing that. But, I mean... Just be careful and be aware of how heavy the luggage that you have is. Um, Getting into the U.K. or just European countries in general, if you're studying abroad there, um, I think uh, people kept asking me if there was a culture shock. I always said that there really wasn't because there's not not really a culture shock. In countries where they don't speak the same language as you, it's a lot more of a culture shock because it's hard to – be able to, like, communicate your personality and who you are and, like, just communicate in general, especially when you don't speak the language, but even if you speak, like, a little bit of the language. Like, when I went to France, um, it's really hard – it was really hard for me to communicate kind of, like, my personality or just to, like, have fun little banter with people because I didn't have the vocabulary for it. So, depending where you're going, if you're going to the UK, I'd say it's a lot less of a culture shock, Um, but if you're going to a place where they don't speak English – and English is the only language that you speak. It will be a bit more difficult, but I mean, so worth it in the end. Um, <clears throat> uh, getting into UK uh, immediately, people are a lot nicer. <laughs> I know, I know. Okay, for my UK listeners, for my little my little Englishman. Um, <laughs> um, I know that you think that people are not as nice, but they are. Okay, they are. Just take my word for it. The second that I land, because my, basically my flight that I take to and from Manchester, it stops in Dublin, and there's a connection from Dublin to Manchester, um, and oh my God, I know the second I'm in Dublin, because all of a sudden, all of the people are so much more willing to help me, nobody's in my way, everybody's just looking to be helpful, they're all just smiling and kind, uh, they're just nicer, Okay. I don't care if it's, it's a fake, it's a facade that they're putting on because they really don't like you. I don't care. They're nice to my face and it makes me happy, okay? Oh, my God. I would say, if you're going to the U.K., pretty much everything that I say from here on is going to be U.K. specific um, because that's obviously what my experience is in. I would say the thing that was culture shock that I didn't realize was culture shock until maybe six months after I had already been living there is that British people – are really, 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 really nice to your face, but will talk mad shit behind your back. <laughs> I just, cause people are like, they'll be nice to everyone, which I like, I like that, but it gets really fucking confusing when somebody hates you, and they'll be like, oh my god, hi, how are you? I haven't seen you in so long. I'm like, why? I thought, I'm really confused. <laughs> I'm like, I thought that you didn't, didn't like me, but you're but do you like me now or I just, uh, I'm a little, I'm a loss. I'm confused. That's, that's the bit that screws with me because there'll be people where they'll be like, oh yeah, that person hates that person. I'm like, but they're having a lovely conversation right now. What do you mean that they hate each other? It's really confusing. Um, but you'll get used to it. You'll figure it out as it goes on. You'll be like, oh, okay. So even though they're being nice to each other, they still don't like each other. Okay, cool. Got it. Got it. Um, but I think that was a bit of culture shock. I'd say the drinking culture is culture shock, but that's easy to adjust to. At least for me, I had an easy time adjusting to it. Um, but I guess it just depends on you and your preferences. I personally, I'm not a huge alcohol drinker, not necessarily, because I just, I, I don't want to. It's just It's just, it just always makes me feel kind of yucky, and I'm on certain medications where if I have alcohol, it kind of screws with the way that the medication works, so I shouldn't have it in the first place. But when I do drink, it just ends up making me feel like, sticky. <laughs> I just, I feel gross. <laughs> so I'm not a big alcohol drinker, but obviously the culture in um, Europe is d- pretty heavy on drinking, but I don't have a problem going to pub nights and just bringing my water and drinking from my water bottle. Honestly, I I have a great time anyways. Um, especially because a lot of people in England have a very high tolerance for alcohol, so they don't really get drunk very quickly. <laughs> so it's essentially people will be five drinks in and they're still basically sober (laughs) um but yeah so that's in terms of culture shock i'd say those are the most prevalent aspects or at least the first things that i think of when i think of culture shock in the uk um i'd say in terms of making friends this can apply to anybody who's going to college anybody who's going to university even if you're already in it and you're struggling to make friends i know that the uh, i had okay let me just let me start from the beginning. I am going to turn my car off. <laughs> this is what I'm going to do. Um, but I had a really difficult time making friends. Um, it, it took me probably six months, my whole first semester, before I like truly felt like I had like a support system or like like friends that I really truly trusted and who I felt close to. It, it took a it took a long time. Um, and I really, really, really struggled. I, it, it really just, it, it's not everybody's experience. Certainly not everybody's experience. Um, because I have lots of friends who, like, who made friends immediately and connected with them and have stayed friends with them for the whole, the whole of the first year. I just, I think because of who I am as a person, um, and just because, I don't think I knew what I was getting myself into when I was going to a different country. Because, I mean, okay, going to college is already difficult, right? I don't think I really realized how difficult it would be just making friends. Add on top of that, I was in a completely different culture. I'm turning my car back on because it's fucking hot. And I didn't realize how fucking hot it is. (laughs) But I just don't, just, don't think I realized how difficult it would be. Um, and I'm just, I'm from a very small town where I didn't really have to make friends because everybody knew everybody, and it was just so much easier to make friends because everybody knew everything about everyone, and so it was like, oh, well, I know this person likes this thing, so I'll probably get along with them, and so if you just talk to them, you immediately become friends, plus you see each other every day because you go to the same school and you're in the same classes, blah, 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 blah like at university it's so much different because maybe you'll see someone once a week for an hour and that's the most that you'll ever see them unless you make effort to see each other outside of classes like it's just it's so much more difficult to make friends and i i struggled i struggled with that adjustment eventually i figured it out but it took a lot of me seeing people over and over and over again um after weeks and weeks and weeks for me to actually form a connection but i think my best advice for making friends is, oh, my God, you need to go out of your comfort zone. I did not go out of my comfort zone. I was like, I'll be fine with no friends, Um, which was just me being scared. It was just me me being anxious and terrified of talking to people. Um, And I certainly didn't do myself a favor by isolating myself. Um, But that's a tendency that I have is to isolate myself. And I'm working through it. I'm working through it. Um, But I'd say immediately, don't be afraid to just be like, hey, do you, do you want to get coffee with me? And just do little hangouts like that. It's not as deep as you think it is. I know you're going to think that, oh, they're going to think that I'm weird for immediately asking if they want to hang out, blah, 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 blah. It's not. It really isn't. And if you're afraid of, like, having to talk to somebody one-on-one who you don't know that well... Invite somebody else. Say, let's make it a group thing. Hey, you, me, Joe, Bobby, and Sammy, let's all go and let's get drinks or let's go get coffee. Let's go see a movie. Blah, 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 blah. Anything. Stuff like that, that'll help because you'll be seeing these people outside of class. You'll be seeing them more often than once a week. Um, you'll be able to actually, like, kind of form a connection with them. Um, And you'll already be hanging out outside of class, so you'll be able to kind of establish that friendship as being something beyond just a class friendship, like a situationship kind of thing. Um, So that will definitely help. Uh, That, at least, is what helped me become friends with people. I think as the year went on, um, I got more comfortable talking to strangers and just people who I didn't really know, and I got a lot better at making conversation with strangers. I mean, (laughs) okay, when I say strangers, I mean people who like, obviously are in your university. Just go up to some guy on the street and be like, let's be friends. I feel like that's common sense. You, you all know that. But, um, felt like I needed to say it just in case. Um, but, but yeah, uh, as the year went on, even later, like second semester, towards the end of second semester, um, I made friends with people that I would meet at like movie theaters. I went to this one movie theater. Hi, Kiana, if you're listening, I love you so much. Um, And that, like, basically, I was at a movie theater. Um, Kiana, who was sitting in front of me, didn't know her at the time. She turned around and she complimented my outfit and was like, what's your Instagram? And then we just started chatting in between the film showing, and we just got on so well. And now we see each other every so often, and we'll chat, and we just keep in touch. And it's just so lovely. And just, I love being able to just make friends like that in that kind of situation where it's like, oh, we have something in common. We have great banter. Let's be friends. I just, I love that shit. And that was just that was a very fun moment for me because the second that that happened, I was like, "I know how to socialize now. I know how to socialize. I'm capable of this. It's not scary. And if for some reason, something doesn't work out where this person doesn't like me or I don't like them or we don't get on, then that's fine. Then we can just go our separate ways, and nobody's worse for wear. It's perfect. Um, but that in terms of I'd say the most difficult part of university for me was not the classes. It was nothing like that, not getting work done, not time management. It was making friends because, I mean, you're in a completely different – I mean, at least for me. My situation was different where I was in a country where the only person that I knew lived across the ocean. Um, So I was very truly isolated and in a new place with no one I knew. Like, I didn't know a single person there, which ended up being fine. I, I'm very glad that I didn't know a single person there because I probably would have just latched onto them whether or not it was a person I wanted to be friends with. But, thankfully, I was completely isolated. And it ended up being a positive thing where I was able to make friends with people who I really, 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 really like! <laughs> um, but, yeah, um, for me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna talk about Classes a little bit. My experience with classes is going to be very different from um, U.S. schools because I uh, the structure is just different. I mean, my degree is three years long, whereas like the standard for like a bachelor's is four years in the U.S. Um, But the reason for it only being three years is because we don't have the foundation year where you get all your like what is it a GED all your required classes in the U.S. We don't have a year where you do that because the people in England, they do that in, like, their equivalent of what is called college, which would be our high school. And so it's it's just different. It's just different. Um, but in terms of classes, I, I had a really easy time. I'm doing a degree in drama and film. So it's like doing – the work doesn't really feel like work because I'm passionate about what I'm doing. So uh, it's, a little, it's a little bit easier for me. Obviously, if you're going to be a first year in college and you have to take a math class and you literally couldn't care less about math, it's going to be a bit more difficult. This may sound stupid, but genuinely, one of the primary reasons that I wanted to go to school in England is because I couldn't fathom the idea of having to take another math class again because uh, genuinely the thought of taking a math class made me want to die. <laughs> I fucking hate math. I hate it so much. I cried every single day in my math class. Um, especially senior year. Junior year, I cried every single day because I had to do another year of that. Senior year, I cried every single day because I just couldn't do it. Ugh, I just fucking hate math, man. I wish I loved it. I wish I loved it. I have friends who really, really fucking like doing math. I am not one of those people. <laughs> I wish I loved it as much as them, though, because the way that they describe it, it sounds so nice. Whereas, for me, doing math is literal torture. Um, but in terms of doing work... I'm a very organized person. If you're not a very organized person, get fucking organized, because it'll help you so much. Like, get one of those, those little planners. I have a digital planner. I just use Google Calendar, and then I have um, Notion. Oh, my God, I could not recommend Notion more. It's so – oh, my God. It's like – it takes a bit to learn how to use it. It's a little bit complicated, but – At the same time, it's not at all. It's basically your notes app, but it's just got more features on it where you can add links, you can add videos, you can add fucking, like, pages within pages within pages. So, like, I'll do, like, I have a link for, let me look at it right now, actually. I have a link, or, or like, a page in my Notion. So I go into my Notion. Um, I've got a bunch of, like, uh, private, like, note sections. So I've got one that's miscellaneous. Um, and it's just got random shit in it that isn't very important. I've got one for Manchester, um, which is where I put, like, all of my shit for when I was moving. To-do lists, and I have podcasts and then just random other ones. Um, for my to-do list one, though, I've got three or four, four different to-do lists. Um, I don't use them all the time, but it's helpful when I've got a lot of shit going on and I can keep organized. I've got a weekly to-do, a daily to-do a work to-do, and then a general to-do. And so I basically will just organize what I need to do on those pages. It's super, super nice. It's super easy. Um, Right now, my Manchester folder has food places, food places that I want to try or have tried, and I really, really like them, and it's organized by location. And then I have study spots in the city that I love to go to. I should do a study spot episode because I fucking love... Finding new study spots. Shout out to Waterstones and Dean's Gate. <laughs> if you're friends with me, you know I practically live there. Um, <laughs> but I cannot recommend Notion enough. It helps me keep so organized. This literally sounds like an ad, but it's so, so, so nice um, for just school stuff. Um, and just keeping organized in general. And just, like, any time I am planning a trip, I organize it on Notion because it's just it's a great place to just keep so much shit like, so much information I can just store in there, um, but definitely if you don't have a digital calendar, oh, my God, get a calendar, because not only will it be helpful for, like, knowing when your classes are, and, like, if for some reason one class is canceled, you don't accidentally show up, um, whatever, it's just so helpful, and, like, Um, especially with extracurriculars as well, like any kind of clubs that you're in and just any kind of events that are happening outside of school, it's so important to have them in a calendar because it's just so helpful to have everything in one place and then that way you don't accidentally double book yourself, whatever. For some people, it works for them to not have a calendar. I still think that they should have a calendar. I know that there are people who are like, oh, I just do it all in my head. And I'm like, that's impressive. But at the same time, there's been times where those people have double booked themselves or they've accidentally gone to a class that's been canceled whatever but i would just say it doesn't hurt to have that extra layer of protection by having a google calendar or using your apple calendar whatever you prefer there's so many different calendar apps it's just it's massively helpful especially if you're working a job on top of school which a lot of people are um it's just it's really helpful to stay organized um in terms of classes i'd say that much covers it. I don't. I don't know what else I would say about classes, the university, and college culture. It, it it's going to be different. It's going to be different. It's going to be a lot different from maybe what you're used to in high school or wherever you're coming from. Even if you're a first year in college, university, whatever, going into second year, it's go, it, It's different. It's different than what you're used to. Obviously, it's going to be a constantly changing situation where even if you're going from first year to second year or freshman to sophomore, whatever whatever you call it, it's going to be different because you're going to be in a situation where you have – I kind I figure out a good way to say this. You're going to be doing something new. Even if you've already been in this university or the college that you're going to, it's going to be different because you're going to have different classes. You're going to have different teachers. You're going to have different expectations that you're being held to by your teachers, your professors, whatever. You're going to be more settled into your surroundings whatever. You're going to be more used to things, and that way you're going to be able to branch out more. You get what I'm saying, but it's going to be different, and just be ready for change and embrace it instead of being afraid of it. I say the most important thing, whether you're in college or going to college, is just to embrace change and to go out of your comfort zone. I cannot express it enough how important it is to go out of your comfort zone, and it will suck sometimes. Oh my god, it will suck sometimes. But it will be so worth it in the end when you're able to make friends within that first month because you were telling, you were asking people to go out and hang. You were asking, blah 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 blah. blah whatever. It's going to be so good if you're able to put yourself out of your comfort zone. You're going to have such a good experience. The more you put yourself out of your comfort zone the more fun you're going to have, honestly. I, at least that's what I've learned. Um, I, the first week of school, I decided, hey, I want to join the caving club. And I'm fucking literally the social secretary of caving club now. So, you know, <laughs> like, you never know what you're gonna, what you're going to love. Try out something fucking weird, okay? Try the fucking garlic society, man. I don't know. Maybe you're gonna gonna get there and everybody's gonna be just as weird as you and it'll be great. That's what works for me, you know? I, like, like, caving society is such a weird fucking just group of people. I was trying to find a word for it, but there really isn't. It's just a weird menagerie of people. We're all so different, but at the same time, we all have that common kind of, like, denominator where we all, like, to go underground, get soaking wet for eight hours, and then, dry off and have a good meal together. Like, it's just, it's just, it's great. Try something new. Go out of your comfort zone and have fun. Have fucking fun, because sometimes I forgot that when I was at university. Forgot that I was supposed to be having fun when I was sitting in my room wallowing. (laughs) Wallowing in my sorrows because I didn't have any friends, whatever. Um, But you can do it. You can do it. It may seem hard, but you've got it. You've totally got it. I, that's what I had to keep telling myself is I was like, I know that it's hard. I would be sitting in my room and I'd be like, I know that this is hard. I know that it's hard. And I know that you're struggling, but you can do it. It's, you're not gonna die if you go and you go and you talk to somebody and you have a bad experience talking to them. You're not gonna die. You're gonna be fine. The worst thing that can possibly happen is you have an awkward conversation. That's literally the worst thing that can happen. So there's no need to get stressed about it. It's okay. It's okay. Sometimes you just got to remind yourself that. But, yeah. In summary, have fun. Go out of your comfort zone and embrace change. So that's everything for today. I have to go to work now because it is 1042 and I need to drive um, because I'm sitting in the Walgreens parking lot. (laughs) Um. But, yeah, uh, I hope you have a great rest of your day. Um, I love you all, and have fun, I don't know, I still don't know how to end the podcast, <laughs> I still don't know, um, I'll figure it out eventually, but right now I'm just gonna, I'm I'm just gonna figure it out, just gonna figure it out, okay, bye, love you, muah!